Drilling fluids touch just about everything in the drilling process. We're here to deconstruct the drilling process and drilling fluid concepts to provide a deeper understanding of our industry. In each episode, we'll share information, talk to interesting people, and maybe share a few stories along the way. Welcome to The Flow Line, a production of AES Drilling Fluids, brought to you by Matt Offenbacher and Justin Gautier. Hey everybody, we're back and I actually have Armando Lopez. So these two gentlemen rolled up. We just had Harrison Cruz on and you know, Armando decided to jump in here in the hot seat too. So Armando, how's everything been since? It sounds like you guys came in recently. You're enjoying the 2022 AADE Fluids Conference. How's it been so far for you, man? It's been great. I don't know what to expect because it's my first time coming to one, but it's been really informative in terms of, you know, what's going on in the industry and with the keynote speaker, you know, how the industry is evolving and transitioning and yeah. trying to developing, you know, new metas in terms of like advancements in technology. And it's cool. Yeah, no, that's great, man. So have you been to Houston before? No, it's my first time actually. First time in Houston. Yeah. Okay. Did it meet your expectations? What have you done? Anything exciting? It's been a lot of fun. We went to Midtown last night. That was nice. really cool. Midtown's a good around. spot. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a buddy who lives here actually. He's an alumni. He took us out last night. It was a lot of fun. Oh, good for you guys. Awesome. Do you remember which spots you went to? We went to... A couple of bars. Lil Woodrow's like stands out to me. It's okay. a sports bar. He <laughs> yeah. said they have like turtle races on Thursdays. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds pretty cool. We're not going to be here for it, unfortunately, but it was cool to go there. They have a yeah. really nice selection. Yeah. Of drinks. Yeah. No, it's a cool spot. It's a very much like a southern kind of outdoorsy casual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't like dress up to go there or anything. But yeah. yeah, it's just good times. A lot of oil field folks go there. So where are you from, Armando? I'm from Southern California. Originally. Southern California. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was just telling Harrison, I got a good, one of my really close friends lives in Los Angeles, just north of Los Angeles. And my family and I went there, you know, for spring break, went to Anaheim, went to Disneyland. And so, no, I think LA is cool. And I'm going to ask the same question I did Harrison is, you know, right now the industry is facing a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of, I guess, I'm going to say confusion around energy with regards to, you know, trying to replace fossil fuels, this and that. But coming from Southern California and a gentleman like yourself getting into petroleum engineering, mm-hmm. what would you say to the to folks that perhaps, you know, that are around you or that are considering getting into energy? What's your position on like making sure that we still have, you know, young generation getting into oil and gas? Because I don't, you know, and it sounds like Harrison, you know, would agree that oil and gas isn't going anywhere. And I think it, our future requires all forms of energy. But what would you say to the young and up and coming generation that are interested in perhaps getting into petroleum engineering? That's a good question. I think I'd like to like reference back to when I went to NAS with Herson, the National Student Symposium. They were there, you know, giving a speech about how when they, the keynote speaker, when he was in college, that they were saying, you know, we're only going to be around for 10 more years and then we're going to be done with the industry and so on and so forth. And, you know, here we are 50 years later, everybody's saying the same thing that, you know, oil is eventually going to die out. But... It's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. There's, especially with like the methods they're coming up with to, you know, continue to enhance recovery. Yeah. We're not going anywhere anytime soon. So it's pretty much all I have to say on that, I think. Yeah, no. And that's a great answer. I mean, if the demand's there, why not come together as an industry to produce it in the best way possible, in the most sustainable way possible? Because, yeah, I think arguably, you know, the goal is to provide reliable, affordable, and an abundant amount of energy to the world. And I think it takes all. And I know folks on all sides of the energy spectrum. And it's just, it's great to see young, you know, motivated, hardworking folks like yourself still coming into the industry mm-hmm. because ultimately we're going to need the next generation. So I commend you for doing petroleum engineering. And like now's an opportunity to give a plug to New Mexico State. So if anyone out there hasn't heard, you know, why should someone go attend New Mexico State? 
You know, Tech's a pretty small school, and I think the advantage of having something like that is when you're in your classes, you learn from your professors. It feels very personal,、mm. and you know they're very approachable. Office hours, you know, they're going to be there. It's not really hit or miss with them. They're straight shooters, and I really appreciate that at the school because you know they tell you how it is. Yeah, and you know you get to know your professors, and it's just a really good networking opportunity. It's something that's really like not very common because when you're at a bigger school. You know, you're just another like identification code to your、yeah. professor. Your, you know, student number. Yeah. No,、um, I think that makes a great point because if you can build really strong relationships with your professors, you can leverage that for opportunities in the future. Yeah, exactly. And if they get to know you, get to know maybe even your family, just more about you, then they're more. I mean, more susceptible to kind of trying to help you out in putting more time and effort into the success of your career. So, no, that's great, man. Well, look, I really appreciate you stopping by. Enjoy your time in Houston, and appreciate all the hard work that you're going to do for our industry, man. Thank you. All、appreciate、right,、it. everyone、Thanks、listening, thank you so much. Follow Armando Lopez on LinkedIn and congratulate him on his upcoming graduation. I'm not sure when you graduate, man. I'm going to be graduating this summer with my graduate degree. Nice. Okay. Well, congratulations. And what are you graduating in? It's also petroleum. petroleum engineering. Okay, that's what I thought. So awesome. Well, everyone out there, appreciate the support. Share it, like it, and again, thanks for everything. Later. All right, we're back for another episode of the Flow Line. I'm here with Harrison Crew. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, that's how you pronounce. It. That's it. You see that deep voice? He's a student. You know, he's coming in here looking good and you know trying to sell himself. To, you know, he's you, actually you already. So anyway, for the listeners out there, we're at the AADE 2022 Fluids Conference, and I ran into some students here from New Mexico Tech. Harrison Cruz, what are you going to school for right now? Well, I'm studying petroleum engineering, graduating this May, focusing more on the drilling aspect. Okay. So. Awesome. That's pretty much it. Well, we need more talent. You know, as the industry continues to progress. Energy demand goes up. It's always important that we get young, talented folks like yourself in the industry, and specifically into drilling. Obviously, it's where it all starts, right? Without、yeah. a hole in the ground, you can't produce hydrocarbons. But no, it's cool to see students come here and enjoy it, network. So, what about drilling? I guess interests you in the world of petroleum engineering? Well, it kind of just started when I was a freshman. You know, started on the drilling project. And then kind of got into the hands-on and like going out to the field. Yeah. And it's very, very quick. You have to act fast, especially on your decisions, because you know, drilling is pretty expensive. And if you mess it up, you mess it up for everyone else down the line. So yeah, I kind of like that responsibility and just you know, the whole aspect of it that you can't really see what's down there. Yeah. But you know, no, that- all your calculations and everything kind of gotta add up. Yeah. No, that's a great answer, and I think you have a perfect mindset for it because it's. Yeah, like I said, it's where it all starts. But there's so many things that you can do in drilling that you can see the immediate ROI, right?、Mm-hmm. Like you can push a button here, pull a lever there, and ultimately you can see the effects of that happen in real time. So、yeah. for me, I've been in drilling since 2004, and so you know, again, it's there's obviously a reason why I'm still in it now on the fluid side. But at the end of the day, I think it's great. So tell us a little bit about New Mexico Tech. You know, if say there was listeners out there that they were looking to go do petroleum engineering. Why New Mexico Tech? Well, New Mexico Tech is a small university located in central New Mexico, so an hour and a half south of Albuquerque, and probably an hour and a half north of Las Cruces.、Uh, okay. And you know, our petroleum department is specifically only petroleum; no other kind of majors mixed into it. Okay. So you get a real focus on it. Classrooms are small. My graduating class is three students. Oh the wow! The next graduating class is around ten, so so you really get that one-on-one with professors, a lot of engagement. Yeah. And, okay. And then not only that, but like tuition is ridiculously, you know, affordable.、Ah. Even for out-of-state students, like 
myself and Armando and everyone else who are from California and, you know, several other kind of out of state yeah. students. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And so whereabouts in California are you from? Los Angeles area. Really? Specifically Whittier. Ah. Whittier, man. California. So I got a buddy, a really good friend of mine who I was in grad school with who lives north of Los Angeles in a suburb. I forget exactly what the suburb is called. Oh, it's like 45 minutes north of downtown Los Angeles. It's like a little town, kind of connected. Anyway, doesn't ring a bell. But I was there, we visited and we went to Disneyland in Anaheim for yeah. spring break. I love Los Angeles in the area. I mean, we drove around to Hollywood. We stopped at this big park on the side of a hill, kind of like northeast of Hollywood. Had a great time. But it's interesting, you say that you're from Los Angeles and the perception at least from what media says, is like there's a lot of anti-oil and gas or maybe better yet said a lot of just pro-renewables and there's a big push to get away from fossil fuels. Is that true? I mean, are most people from where you're from, is that kind of the sentiment is like we really need to move away from it? And kind of what's your thoughts around that? Because it sounds, you know, that's part of your environment there in California, I feel like. It resonates with a lot of the people there, yeah. especially the culture, kind of just, you know, keeping it away from the city and, you know, they don't really want to see it, but... You know, they need it for their everyday lives, gas, you know, natural gas too, yeah. but also energy as well. So, you know, being from there, you kind of see both sides of the you know perspective, yes. far right, far left, you know, and you're kind of in the middle when you work in between there. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of people also that, you know, know that we need oil and gas, even for like heavy equipment, yeah. you know, hydraulics, your clothes, everything. Yeah. So, you know, kind of just being aware and you have people, friends, stuff, family members that are like, oh, kind of like they were saying at the conference that they're like, you know, you're damaging my family like 50 years from now. And it's like, well, we also have our families too. And, you know, we're yeah. just trying to provide energy for the world. So, wow, man, I love that mindset. And I think it's important for folks like yourself and Armando that we just met or that I just met rather is to like really help educate, whether it's family, friends and do it in a constructive way yeah. to really inform people without it being this us against them mentality. Yeah. And so, and I sense that from you and I really admire that. And so I think it's really cool. But anyway, I hope you have a good time when you head back to New Mexico Tech. Head back Thursday night, I believe. Thursday night. Thursday night. Okay. So. Well, for everyone listening out there, connect with, is it Herson or Harrison? Herson. Herson. Connect with Herson on LinkedIn. We'll put his link in the show notes. And for all the listeners out there, we appreciate the support. Until next time, take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Please tune in next week for another exciting episode of The Flow Line. And remember, may your returns always be full and your trips always smooth. Views expressed in this program belong to participants and not their employees. The program is for informational purposes only and cannot take the place of seeking professional advice. Copyright AES Drilling Fluids.